Welcome, my name is Martin Kuppinger. I'm principal analyst at Kuppinger Call Analysts. And I'm here with Asanka um, of WSO2. And today we want to talk about a topic that is named digital double. And it relates to success of digital services, to digital identities and identity management, to consent, and, and quite a number of other subjects. Asanka, do you want to introduce yourself first? Sure, Martin. Uh, so I'm Asanka Basinger, Chief Technology Evangelist at WSO2. Uh, so uh, I'm telling the WSO2 story uh, while giving uh, strategic consulting to our key customers. Uh, and I've been in the industry for a while and with WSO2 for more than 15 years. So that's a quick introduction about me. Okay, great. So you came up with this term of digital double quite a while ago. So what do you mean by digital double? Yeah, so actually it was uh, 2016. Um, I came up with this concept as part of a keynote that I had to give. Uh, so the concept came by looking at how the digital ecosystem works and how the digital applications are building. Then I identified there should be a way to represent people things and places inside the digital universe. Uh, and I was watching this movie called Tron Legacy and then uh, uh, it had a nice way of representing physical stuff in the digital world. Then I thought this is a nice concept and we can apply it in the software systems as well. And I came up with the uh, term called digital double and there are some other parallels came after that, but that was the key reason on defining the term. So, um, I can easily imagine digital double. So I'm Martin Kubinger here as a physical person. And then when I'm working in somewhere in the digital world, I have a digital double. The interesting question or one of the interesting questions to me would be, will I have one or maybe multiple digital doubles? So um, I, th I think from, from a, uh, someone providing digital services, they want to see, so to speak, my digital double. For me, it may be that I say I'm, I have, so to speak, a split digital personality yeah. um, where I have more than one digital double. Exactly. I think the ideal world, it has to be a one digital double, but uh, I don't think uh, we are at that level because uh, most of these digital ecosystems are not connected and then not um, uh, transferring the digital double. I think in the future it will happen, Martin, because uh, the uh, evolution happening inside in the identity space, especially with uh, identity fabric, identity mesh, those kind of concepts will take a single digital double in uh, different uh, systems. So um, I think it's a future uh, goal uh, with uh, from the every identity provider as well as people who's building this. Yeah, I, I think also may, maybe decentralized identities can help a lot in, in making this work. Where I say I have, I have my wallet where I have all these proofs I need around my my digital double, and I have, and I think this is a very important point. I I can control which of this information, which parts of my digital double I expose to whom? Because I think privacy and, and consent management are, are very important aspects. Exactly. I think that's the key thing because sometimes when I explain in the concept, uh, uh, this question is coming, then do I have to expose everything? The answer is no. Depending on the service provider and depending on the digital uh, experiences that you are getting, you can decide what time 
planning to share with that particular uh, vendor or service provider. So I think uh, you highlighted about the concern management. So that is playing a big role uh, in controlling as well as how you feel comfortable uh, on your digital double operating inside these uh, digital yeah. systems. So, so, so what is from, from the perspective, let's assume we are not yet there with sort of the um, the one digital double that we can use across a lot of digital services. But I, I'm a company, I, I'm working on my digital services, my, my strategy. Why should I embrace this concept of digital double? What is the value that comes for a digital service? Yeah, I think the the, uh, the first thing is the representation of the physical stuff is there in the digital ecosystem. And then uh, the uh, thing is now early days in digital experiences, we got a limited number of uh, 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 limited number of responses and then limited number of services. But things are getting evolved. And even the digital double is dealing with uh, machine learning and then AI models and taking decisions behalf of us. So um, that's why it's, it's really cool. And as example, like even when we take a nap or when we are sleeping, uh, our digital double might be active inside these digital systems and taking decisions behalf of us. So that way uh, the service providers can give a better service for the end users by consuming the uh, attributes and uh, things associated with each and every digital double. So that is yes. how I see the benefit. So, so, so over time, you, 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 you say it's not just a set of data, but it's data and sort of activities that the yes. digital bubble can do. So really act on behalf of me and um, making decisions, hopefully decisions I also would take as a human. So that is, that is your intention with the digital double. Exactly, exactly. And then as a human, we can control based on which type of decisions my digital double can take, but uh, letting the digital double to uh, freely uh, the, like uh, take these decisions inside the ecosystem will provide a lot of uh, benefit as a, a digital consumer. So that's uh, how I yeah. mentioned this. So, so when talking about digital consumers, so I think the, the common way today to work with uh, sort of digital consumers is from a technology perspective, there are things like consumer identity management and then behind it maybe a customer data platform where I keep a lot of data around the customer. So how does this fit to, to, to technology such as consumer identity management? Yeah, I think CIM or the Consumer Identity and Access Management has a, a, a synergy with the digital double. Even when I'm defining what is digital double, it's a fusion of identity and personality. Uh, so when you connect those two, uh, the Customer Identity and Access Management can play two roles. One is uh, getting uh, the attributes required to fulfill the digital, digital double because uh, you get that information from the CIM systems as well as expose the digital double capabilities as an API through the CIM system. So that way when people build application, they can consume these attributes and give a more geosensitive, personalized, predictive and a real-time experience for the uh, end users. So, so my digital double uh, would be sharing um, sort of information about my preferences that helps them, uh, or my context, my current context that helps them 
the service provider to personalize the experience um, of that. Um, makes sense. Still, still the point is, if, if you don't have a digital level, I think this is also something which you can do as, a, as someone creating digital services to a certain extent with a consumer identity solution. Today, yeah. So the the uh, so that's where the synergy coming, like the uh, how the customer identity and access management system will use these attributes uh, inside the system, and how it represent a person. So that's where the digital double concept will help the CIM provider, and then the. Uh, make those two connections about um, the personalization data as well as identity related data mm -hmm. and then like the uh, it's not about only the history right like uh, we can identify what exactly I did before as well as based on some of the attributes uh, using the digital double uh, we can predict some of the actions I will take in the future and uh, try to guide me as an example if I am mm -hmm. uh, using a digital banking system and uh, if I am trying to open an account for my kid based on various activities, the bank can uh, provide me what is the best option and what is the correct type of an account that I should open. And based on the kid's age and then the other activities he or she is doing, like when he's getting into the college and when he's assigned for a specific uh, academic course, mm -hmm. how the bank can help me and guide me to kind of have the financial stability of him or her. So like that, like a lot of things can be associated when it can use the individual digital double and in my example now it connects these two digital doubles myself and the kids as well so that is uh, the how the uh, CIM providers can take it to the next level and let the application developers um, enable to build these experiences by using a clear a CIM API by accessing the digital double yeah, so, so 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 basically, there are so to speak two levels. The one would be, um, I create as a digital service developer, so to speak, a digital double for for my purpose, and then there would be the next generation where uh, there's a sort of a, a um, an public or, or flexible to use digital double for for many different digital service providers what what does it require so what are the things you see which need to be done by the industry because um, then, then there are uh, many sort of technologies coming together uh, what does it need for the industry to to make this work so, so is yeah. it that you need a standards body is it that you just need uh, someone yeah, who does it yeah. and everyone accepts it. So how do you see this become reality at scale? Yeah, I think that's where the CIM providers can play a bigger role here because uh, already they are handling the uh, identity and access management side of these digital assets. So if the CIM provider can uh, take it to the next level and get all this personalization data and create the proper digital double and manage, maintain, mm -hmm. and then provide access, then the uh, application development teams can uh, start using it. So I think that is the key point here. So how we can take CIM to the next level and then get uh, these uh, concepts implemented as well as provide necessary access for the uh, application developers. Yeah, but, but it will surely need some, some industry collaboration and some standards so that 
whatever this digital double can be used flexibly. As I've said, I think decentralized identities can play, I believe, a, a wider role in that. Um, when we look a bit further in the future, so we hear a lot about the metaverse, whatever it will be. Um, probably it will be not the metaverse, but there will be different types of metaverses. We hear a lot about Web3 as the technologies that also could power the metaverse. But I think that in this context of the metaverse, such a digital double model becomes um, of, I would say, a mandatory even. Because for me, it would mean in this metaverse or the metaverses, um, yeah. my digital double would be the one who who, who acts there, who, who is there, who rep represents me, who works on my behalf or acts on my behalf. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's really happening. Like uh, Metaverse is taking it to the next level. And then that's where, like, even if you look at uh, uh, the Web 3.0, uh, there are a lot of uh, debate and discussions about uh, the uh, identity, uh, the, the decentralized identity. And there are standards coming there as well. Uh, one standard is this DIDs, like how you can mm -hmm. um, uh, define the uh, the these uh, digital doubles in a proper structured way and uh, and it is getting i think web 3.0 uh, published that particular specification so that is kind of a starting point and uh, i think when the web 3.0 get improved as well as uh, getting more and more uh, usable uh, so these uh, standards will uh, get established as well as then everybody can stick to that standard and have a unique way of defining these things but uh, one thing i would like to highlight we can have a uh, one way of defining the digital double standard uh, but then again there should be flexibility for each and every uh, digital service provider to add remove attributes because it's totally depending on what domain and then what type of a service that they are uh, providing for the end users as well so i think you know it's done a from my perspective, it's a one, Martin, too many relationship. So many, many service providers. And, and the interesting question surely will be which attributes are on the on my side and which attributes are kept sort of um, at the provider side. And maybe we have even a three-tier model where, because I, I see that, for instance, we will see sort of, for instance, some industry metaverses or more, more regional metaverses, so different types yeah. of metaverses. And then we could sometimes have a situation where some attributes are owned by a certain service provider, some are part of a certain metaverse, some are, many, many of these probably are kept by me. Yes, I, I think that again, that is changing as well, Martin, because uh, the uh, at the moment it's a geocentric model that we have. The provider owns all the attributes yeah. and it is uh, changing to a more heliocentric model that the uh, individual or the owner of the digital double will own all the attributes in the future. But I think we are not yet there. We are getting there. Uh, so uh, in an ideal world, I think that's what should be happen. But as you said, it will have this kind of a hybrid model for a while. The uh, owner will own some of the attributes as well as providers will own some set of attributes okay. that will be getting to that level. It's a it's a highly fascinating topic. And I think it relates to, to really down to earth things. How do you improve user experience for digital services? But it also relates to the upcoming big themes like Web3, Metaverse, Decentralized Identity. Asanka, very much 
thank you very much for providing all that insight into this idea you brought up already seven years ago. Uh, I believe it's a very enlightening talk and something which is very worth to think about. Thank you. Thank you very much, Marty. It was a pleasure and a good conversation with you. Thank you. Bye.